Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years. And every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. This is where you come to for all your Zachary Quinto news. <laughs> By the way, I was thinking like, that fucking Zachary Quinto, like Quinto or whatever he says, like he said it Zachary Quinto. Like, why not? Why don't you say it your fucking Latino way of saying it, Quinto, right? And I was like, I'm gonna call him out on this. I'm like, wait a minute, I call myself Joe Batance, <laughs> right? Hey, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, hi. by the way, everyone listening, welcome. Uh-huh. Um, if you're not listening live, you're missing out. Every yeah. Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific, 10. 11 a.m. Eastern? Sure thing. That's right, Mike Lawson. 11 (laughs) a.m. We uh, record live on Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap, which is the feed that Joey uses for his other podcast. So you can join us live at MIXLR.com slash Drag Race Recap Mondays at 8 a.m. Pacific. Listen live. Stay for the after breakfast show that we do after that. Um, Listen while you're at work. It's easy. I'm going to tell you something. We have... 20 people listening right now. You could be one of them. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you something. Before uh, you, we, we started recording, you missed a scintillating conversation about how many Splenda packets I use. Uh, it, I was like, we can't waste this content. Uh, we have yeah. to start the show. We're wasting all this good Splenda I'm, content. I was like, Joe, can we uh, start recording? And Joe's like, no, I need to tell you how many Splenda I use and, and it has why. To be off the air. This is an after breakfast type of conversation. <laughs> Can't be on yeah. the show. How are you? What's new? What's going on? How's everything? I'm going to tell you something. Last week, um, my brother had to go somewhere. I think a meeting, a school meeting with my, my sister-in-law. He and my sister had to go to some sort of school meeting for my nieces. So they asked my parents to watch the girls at night. Okay, my nieces. And um, well, that reminds me of another story, too. I'll tell you that in a second. And... Um, my parents were like, you know, we're all going to go to, we're having an early dinner. We're going to go to get an early dinner before Mike and Danielle, my brother and sister-in-law, have to go to this meeting. Do you want to join us? We're going to go. Do you remember the hat, Mike Lawson? Was that around when you were still here? Yeah. 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 Pastrami sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of those kind like of kind of places. Spoon. Hamburgers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of fries. Chili fries. Like we're going to go to the hat. Uh, do you want to meet us? There? I go, yeah. She goes, you know what? Tell me we're on our way now. Tell me what you want. And I will get it. And I go, I want a roast beef sandwich. Because they, they have a killer roast beef sandwich, right? With avocado on sourdough. It's so good, Mike Lawson. And she goes, did you say tur- a turkey sandwich? I went, no. <laughs> no. I said, I want a roast You're getting beef. turkey, Joe. <laughs> I want a roast beef sandwich with avocado uh, on sourdough. Okay. How is the turkey sandwich? Yeah, I get there, Mike Lawson. It's a fucking turkey sandwich. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I thought I said roast beef. And she goes, oh, I thought you said turkey. And my brother was like, wait, I was there. I heard him say on the phone, roast beef. And she goes, I don't know. I thought uh, he said turkey. Uh, must be a pretty good prison sandwich, Joey. And I wait, was what? like, yeah. She made a reference to the prison sandwich. She goes, Was she that- trying to like. I think it was. I, her, I think it was her form of vengeance of the prison sandwich, which this room. I don't know if I've ever told this story in the show, but do you remember when I owned my business, uh, Undergrad Industries no. R.I.P. I don't right? know. Okay, <laughs> and I had this guy Shane who worked for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah who Shane. lives local to me? He lives locally. He lives right by you. Yeah, he's a teacher now, and he actually yeah. still listens I to the show. Have some, 
Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. I have some stories about his mutual friend. That oh, really? We have a mutual friend. Is it after breakfast or on the show? Yeah, it's a total after breakfast story. Okay, okay, okay. So after breakfast. <laughs> everyone in the chat room, everyone listening, because you know what's going to happen. We're going to end the show. We're going to... We have no after breakfast stories, so remember to ask about Shane's friend after the after breakfast. Okay. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. Um, but when Shane worked for me, there was this time when I was like, the business did really well, and I was super, super busy, and he was helping me. And so often, I he would teach the math, and then I would show up right when he was finishing math, and I would take over and do the verbal, and he'd go to the next place, you know, and yeah. he would start over there. So uh, the next place was my office. We, I, went, I showed up to the, cl- to the school that we were teaching at, and he's just finished his math class. And I said, listen, I give him like 20 bucks, right? I go, there's a sandwich place down the street called Tummy Stuffer. Mike Lawson literally advertised had over 100 yeah. different kinds of sandwiches. Okay, Yeah, I remember Tummy Stuffers. They've been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different day, like but, our Princeton Review days, it was a lunch place. Yeah, yeah. And they, 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 look, it's 100 different. It's really like six different kinds of sandwiches, but they'll have like – Tuna, just tuna sandwich, then tuna with bacon, then tuna with bacon and avocado, then tuna with avocado, then, you know, like that, like that kind of shit, right? Yeah. So, but there's all these variations and combinations you can get on the sandwich. He'd never heard of this place. He goes, really? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, I like sandwiches. I go, yeah, yeah. Buy yourself lunch, get me something, and then I'll meet you at the office and I'll eat lunch because I don't have time to stop for lunch. He goes, okay, what do you want? I go, you know what? I said, they have over a hundred different kinds of sandwiches at this place surprise me you can get me whatever you want surprise me yeah okay peanut go, butter jelly yeah you got it chief yeah you got it chief <laughs> he leaves right and again i was crazy this is during the summer it's crazy i'm literally working like 13 hour days it's crazy it's non-stop no time no time for a break okay so i get over to my office i'm already just i'm dreaming of this sandwich whatever shane got me because tell me stuff always makes good sandwich i'm dreaming of the sandwich and I walk into the office. Right when I walk into the office, there's like a little break room to the right. And I see him, and he's this is his first tummy stuffer sandwich. He's eating. He's like, I'm like, how's your sandwich? He goes, Oh, this is the fucking best sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. I go, What'd you get? And he was like, Turkey, bacon, avocado, like provolone cheese. I don't know all this shit on it, right? And I go, Wow. I get where's my sandwich? He goes, Oh, it's on your desk. And I go, Oh, I go. Then there's a big sandwich sitting there. I'm so excited, right? Mike Nelson, I sit down. I'm ready for this sandwich. Uh-huh. It's a dry, like no, no mustard, no ma- dry turkey sandwich. That's all. It's the meat and the br- no lettuce, no tomato, no cheese, no no spread at all. Just literally turkey and bread. How's your prison sandwich, Joey? Yeah, exactly that. Now that's a prison sandwich. And I go, what Shane? What's this? But, but Shane has the most elaborate sandwich. It's like they took all the things that would have gone in my sandwich and put them on top of his. And I go, what, what, what's the sandwich? He goes, like, I didn't know what you wanted, so I didn't want to make a mistake, so I just got you turkey and bread. <laughs> and that was my lunch? A turkey, a dry turkey and bread sandwich, Lawson? Meanwhile, by the way... <clears throat> so You're my, so angry about this turkey sandwich, oh, this, by the way. This is probably 10 years later. Before. This is 10 years later. This is 10 <laughs> years later, and I'm still <laughs> angry about this fucking sandwich. So anyway... Yeah. Um, Remember that if you ever say you don't hold a grudge. <laughs> so let me tell you this. Uh, so I, I, I remember this one was time of the turkey sandwich. So my dad is such a picky eater. He, he claims he's not a picky eater. That's the thing. I, I, I almost have more respect for someone who's like, yeah, I'm a picky eater, right? My dad claims right. not to be a picky eater, right? But my nieces love sushi, and my dad hates sushi. And my parents actually had to watch my nieces again this weekend, Right. And they're like, but they were fretty. They were like, oh, we're supposed to go to this birthday party at our next door neighbor's house. But, you know, it's kind of an adult party. I guess we can take the girls, but they'll be really bored. And I go, look, I'll tell you what. I like seeing my nieces. I like hanging out with my nieces. Why don't we do an Uncle Joey sushi day? Dad doesn't like sushi. My mom doesn't like sushi. Right? She says. Yeah. You guys go to this party. I'll take them to get sushi. Everyone's happy. They're like, hmm. She goes like, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with that. Like, what am I? I think she thinks, because my mom, I've noticed, you know, my, my brother and his wife are super liberal, right? They might be more liberal than I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. One time I was showing them the neat, and I'm very careful about what I show them, but I was showing them all the looks on RuPaul's Drag Race. And my yeah. mom walks in the room. She goes, what are you doing? And I go, 
showing them the looks from RuPaul's Drag Race. And she goes, does Mike know you're doing that? And I go, mm, no, but I don't think he'd care. Are you sure about that? So I go, okay. Beep, pop, boop, pop, beep, pop, beep. I call Mike. I go, he goes, what? I go, I'm showing the girls RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. And I go, mom, mom, wants, me to mom wanted me to tell you. I don't, I don't give a shit. He's like, yeah. I trust you, right? So, um, so that, there's certainly what, parts of RuPaul's Drag Race that it probably isn't appropriate for them, or they wouldn't yeah, understand yeah, yeah, completely, yeah. or would require weird explanation. Exactly. But you weren't showing that. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't. I was showing the looks, and actually, I wasn't even showing the looks. I was showing the lip sync for the crowns, like the Sasha Velour one with the roses and stuff like that. That's what I was showing. Mm-hmm. Draw dramatic about that. So anyway. Yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, so the sushi place. So my parents land because I already promised the girls to take them to sushi. They land up going to sushi with us, right? Okay. And uh-huh. uh, my but they order bento boxes. That's safe for them, right? Yeah, that's what I usually get too. I'm not oh. a huge raw fish person. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm a vegetarian for one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll do like a, a, a simple kind of bento box with maybe some vegetable tempura. What's the deep fried stuff? Yeah, tempura, tempura, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, White yeah, people yeah. sushi. But here's the thing is then I ordered the sushi for me and the girls. And one of the things I ordered was one of the like crazy looking sushi with like eel and sauce on it and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom goes, hmm, that looks good. And I go, sure is. And she goes, let me try one. So she tries it and she goes, oh my God. And then she eats all of that sushi plant. I just ordered more, but it was just like I was like, when so now I think I think my mom's now a fan of sushi. I think my mom's a fan of very much the American like like I don't think my mom likes traditional like just like sashimi with like a little bit of rice with raw fish on it. Like I think she has to have like all the different sauces and the and the yeah. and the crunch roll and the this and the that. Like I think she likes that stuff. So now she she's she's come over to our side. Which, you know, speaking of, of drag race, that's kind of like how drag race is. Like, when people first started getting into drag, they don't like the weird people. They like the ones who are super fishy, like Blair and uh, Courtney Act, right? They, like, they, they didn't, and then as they progress, then they start to appreciate the more, the weirder ones. And I think with sushi, that's how you start, wouldn't you say? Is you start with sort of like the crunch rolls and California rolls and those Godzilla rolls. And then you move on to the more refined as your palate improves. Would you agree? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I do, um, I don't know. I don't have a, a very um, well, extensive like sort of experience with sushi. Yeah, you don't like sushi. So, I don't, yeah, I don't really love it. I, there is a, I've been to vegan sushi. Have mm-hmm. you ever done this? No. Um, I don't know if it's a San Francisco thing or, no, you know what? I went in LA once, mm-hmm. um, down in Japantown. I went mm-hmm. to a vegan sushi place that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, it basically takes away everything I dislike about sushi, which is like I don't always understand what I'm eating, and that kind of freaks my brain out. And, you know, that's on me. I get it. But, like, if I don't know kind of is there an animal in this? Is this, like, I don't know, something that I need to think about before I eat mm-hmm. and I can't, then it, like, really makes it hard for me to enjoy it. But with vegan sushi, I know everything in here is plant-based. Yeah. There's nothing kind of in here that I wouldn't eat, so mm-hmm. I just kind of go for it, and it's pretty good. Some of them are disgusting, but I never feel like, oh shit, I just ate a disgusting part of a, I don't know, some fish I don't eat or something. You know? I think it'd so. be fun to go to sushi with you. I'll tell you why. Hmm. We order the sushi rolls or whatever, right? Yeah. You get all the vegan shit. I'll just take the fish. Yeah. And then we split it. I'm- and then you pay for all of it because the fish is the expensive part. The um, vegan place in LA, I you would enjoy it. Like I like vegan food. It, yeah, and you know, I mean, it's sushi, so it's like still rice. It's mm-hmm. you're still getting all the like hearty meal part of it. Yeah, it's just there's no kind of like fish on top. Um, so. if I wanted fish cool. on top, I'd be straight. Anyway, hi Mike Lawson, what's going on with you? so dumb hey i did want to tell you and i don't know if he's in the chat right now but friend of the show jeff sent us an email that i meant to bring up last week and i forgot he's a huge fan of our podcast our episodes get him through some dreary days at work um and he listened to the live stream a couple of weeks ago and he made a joke in the chat room that you then repeated Mm -hmm. and i reacted to the joke kind of like uh that's a dumb jump uh joe joke not realizing that you had taken it from one of the 
the listeners and um he thought i was offended by the joke and sent a nice email saying like just with tons of apologies and stuff and it was so unnecessary i wasn't offended by the joke it was more just like oh this is a joe joke about my penis so i kind of just like brushed it off and um i wanted to clear that up i also wanted to tell you a friend of the show uh alexis uh who we've talked to a couple of times she helped us do one of our recap shows. Um, super, super friend of the show. She lost her mom um, this last uh, week. And uh, I just wanted to reach out and say I'm thinking of her. I know she listens very regularly. And I don't know if she'll be listening this week. But um, I'm thinking of her and um, all of that. And also friend of the show, Joey, my sister sent me this really nice crocheted blanket did you see i think i posted on like twitter or instagram or something no but i haven't been on social media really recently so talk about it oh no 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 no, i did see it i did see it i did see it okay yes 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 i did i remember she just she just crocheted me this super nice blanket that um i'm loving Mm -hmm. do you crochet is such an old person thing but now i'm like when i sit and watch tv i have a crocheted blanket on my lap like Mm -hmm. an old person but i love it um, and she's thinking of like maybe going um, Etsy uh-huh. with these and like uh-huh. selling them or something because they're freaking top quality. I'm really like impressed by it and I didn't pay a penny for it. But I don't know how much a crochet blanket would go for because Can it's I not just advice? supplies, but it's a lot of work too, right? Can I give advice? But, Find yeah. something that the nerds love and crochet mm-hmm. that shit. Like, like some sort of like Star Wars. Yes, those fucking sell out like crazy. Doctor Who or Doctor something. Doctor Who or like Adventure Time or this Rick and Morty. Like if you make Pickle Rick yeah. like blankets or something, they will just fucking buy that. You, you won't be able – your little fingers won't be able to crochet as quickly yeah, as they can smart. do it. Yeah, um, so that's kind of I just wanted to do some like business. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't have a lot of stories this week, Joey. I am my we talked last week about um prep mm-hmm. and um I cleared all of the tests. I passed all of the tests, and so um my prescription is getting filled now, so prep is in my very near future. I got a very nice wait, voicemail wait. from a listener of the show. Is about the prep stuff because actually let me before you say it. The yeah, prep, it's about prep. Talking about this, I had no news story, so I was going to use my news story time to talk about the prep, but I can do that now, but finish about the listener. Oh, I have a news story about prep, too, so it might be the same news story. No, no, I don't have a news story about prep. I was going to talk oh. about something. Yeah, but go ahead. Oh, well, my news story is about prep, but um, I had a voicemail from a listener of the show, which I didn't respond to because I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. And that person... That, <laughs> Stipulated. That, that person knows who they are, and I... I'm glad they sent me a voicemail. Basically, they said listening to me speak about prep with a hypochondriac drove him crazy. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. <laughs> no, but prep, I assume he's talking about me. Um, no, prep is great for a hypochondriac. In fact, I would think, like, even though I don't have a lot of sex, I would think, should I get on prep? You know, like, um, you know what? Oh, I can't tell that story. I have an after breakfast story. Remember, okay, people, uh, secretaries in the in the chat room, please remember Joe's prep story uh, for the after breakfast show. Anyway, um, but I wanted to. I'm, I'm gonna, so this is my new story right now. Okay, I'm doing it okay, right now, and then I'm going to do mine. Okay, and then we're going out of order today. Deal with it, people. Yeah, <laughs> is I was listening to. I want to talk to you about this. I was listening to the show. You know, our show, our show, our own show. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was like, what is this? That's a twist. <laughs> yeah, and I like, too, that's such a horrible memory that I'm like, this happened? He said this, right? And uh-huh. actually, you, I was listening, obviously, but um, you said something that you said it so, not super quickly, but it just, I, I don't know, maybe I was looking at the chat room, I just missed this one sentence, okay? And I want to talk about it now. Which okay. Is, I, I have a question, which is you said that you're too shy to talk about sex with your regular doctor. So I want to get through, I have some questions here. So you're going outside of your medical plan to get the prep? Is this correct? No, no. Okay. So there is this new business, um, and it's mostly sex-related. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure you could find it for other medications too, but like um, erectile dysfunction drugs and um, birth control and prep and all this. There's these online sort of uh, one-stop shops that are – providing everything so i'm using my insurance so i'm able to go 
uh, to different providers. If you had something like a Kaiser, this okay, would be yeah. out of network. Mm-hmm. But since I'm with a, a provider that allows this, I have access to this doctor, and I'm using air quotes because <laughs> I answer a few questions, but that's kind of the only interaction I have with the doctor, like mm-hmm. about, you know, very, it's basically kind of filling out a form mm-hmm. and the doctor never really sees me. Mm-hmm. Um but then I don't have to actually speak to anyone face to face. I'm just kind of answering these questions. I'm doing the the blood work and the the piss test, mm-hmm. and then um, sending all that in. And then uh, I get a prescription that then gets filled directly by them. Mm-hmm. So they are also the pharmacy sort of in this whole transaction. So and then okay, go ahead. they have deals with like specific um, drug makers to provide these pills at prices that work well with my insurance company. So your insurance covers it. But let me ask you this question. Is this isn't one of those like Canadian pharmacies that you get an email from. This is a legit business. Yeah, I mean it's legit it it is a legit business. Um I think an argument could be made that like the interaction I'm having with the doctor is very not legit mm-hmm. and I'm not really getting a full It's like getting a medical, medical be- marijuana card. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like I have determined that I want this drug and I want to take it. Yeah. And they are doing the bare minimum to make sure that the drug isn't going to harm me. Mm-hmm. But they're not doing a lot as term in terms of kind of like seeing if this is the best drug for me or if there's other drugs out there that might be, you know, better for me or having conversations about my sex life or none of that is happening, which, mm-hmm. you know, a traditional kind of uh, medical setting probably would happen. Okay, so let me tell you this now. So. Yeah. I got an email from uh, privately, not through the, not through, through, actually through Drag Race Recap, not through Catching Up, from a concerned listener who was um, concerned because and had a lot of questions because you, uh, actually, that's why I listened to the show. <laughs> he was like, "Did you hear the show? What Mike Lawson said?" I'm like, "Oh no, what did Mike Lawson say?" Yeah. Right. So, um, so. He, his concern was not our concern complaint. I don't know what it was, but his his point was that you, sem, you know, tangentially work in the medical field, particularly having to do with blood and you know chronic illness and whatnot. And so you obviously have a relationship with your doctors because of the disease that you have or the condition that you have. I should rather say. So he was saying, how is it? That you are too shy to talk about sex with your doctor, is and, and 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 following up, is that more of a question? Not necessarily about your shyness, but maybe you're with the wrong doctor, and maybe you should get like a yeah, gay yeah, doctor, yeah. or, or they, they fair, don't want to talk about this. I think all of that is fair, and you know, I, I was having a conversation about getting on prep, not a conversation on kind of my medical history and the professionals I'm seeing right now. And you may remember a story where my general practitioner was like very flaky, was canceling appointments, was yelling at people about bartering in the hallway. (laughs) Remember all this? Yes. Yes. So, so I, she's still my kind of primary care doctor, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to her ever again. I just kind of need to get it together and see, get a new doctor. But I want to be on prep now, I see what and I don't want to have my first conversation with a brand new doctor to be about prep. That's what I'm shy about, is okay. going into a brand new doctor and saying, hey, brand new doctor who's never met me, I want to be slutty. <laughs> what can you do for me? No, let me ask right? you. Like, I, don't, mm-hmm. I just don't want that to be our first conversation. So maybe calling it shyness was wrong, but uh-huh. it was the shortcut version of explaining that. I see what, now, let me ask you this question, because I only know how Kaiser works. And I happen to, I've learned how prep works at Kaiser because it comes mm-hmm. up in the group therapy that I'm in, right? So yeah, I happen yeah. to know that actually when you go on prep at Kaiser, but I'm just I'm asking this to see if maybe this is the same case at your insurance company. At Kaiser, when you go on prep, is you don't actually deal with your primary care physician. They then refer you to a different department and that department deals that basically only solely deals with prep. And yeah. And then they you deal sure. with them on the prep stuff. And the, your your primary care physician is out of it. Um, you essentially have two doctors. Um, do you know if that's how your insurance works or your insurance works the way you, you said? I would imagine not, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like I hadn't I haven't even started to 
attempt to jump through those hoops. Yeah, because I'm going this alternate route. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. So, so, but so, so, the, so I see what you're saying. So, it's not necessarily that you're shy to talk about sex. It's a double-edged sword. So, I don't know if that's the right term here, but like, you don't want you have a, a weird condition. Not condition. You have like in one case you don't like the primary care physician that you have. So you don't want to talk to her about prep because you're done with her. And then the other yeah. hand, you don't want to start a whole new relationship and start that relationship saying, uh, I'm a crazy slut who sticks his meat stick into whatever hole there is. Sure. I, I, I just think like, I do need a new doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't plan on kind of going. It's a lot of work mm-hmm. and I don't plan on doing that work for a couple of months, probably the new year even. So, yeah. I'm fine to kind of coast on the prescriptions I have until then. Do you think um, that when you get the new doctor and then once you establish a relationship, then you'll move everything over or you'll continue to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's 100% the plan is when I get there, I'm like, and here are the list of medications I'm on. Mm-hmm. Insulin, insulin, prep, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally cool with that when I get there. Okay. What's going on in the Bay Area, Michael? <laughs> well, no, no, no. I do want to tell you, though, this, this is totally related. Yeah. Healthcare experts have been informed of a U.S. man contracting HIV despite being on PrEP. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's thought to be the first man in California and only the third in the U.S. to con- uh, contract HIV while adhering to a daily PrEP regimen. Um, and I think it's interesting. I don't think that it means that PrEP doesn't work, right? Um, mm-hmm. Considering kind of the alternative. But... The weird part about this story, I think, is uh, there's the story of this man in Amsterdam that also contracted HIV. Yeah. And Amsterdam man, and I want to know your opinion on this, and I'm totally not slut slut shaming, or I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to. Mm -hmm. He had an unusually high number of sexual partners, and Mm -hmm. he averaged, according to him, 50 to 70 partners a month. Isn't that a lot? 70 a month. Do you think, and just, just, let's just do, let's do 60. But he's in Amsterdam. Do you think he's a Yeah, but still, Joey, my dick would fall the fuck off. 60 partners is two a day. Mm -hmm. In a normal kind of 30. Oh, as I call it, Wednesday. I was fake drinking from my cocoa cup. Go ahead. So researchers have speculated that he may have repeatedly exposed himself to HIV, which took a hold in his body after a slight dip in the Truvada levels Mm -hmm. for that specific dude. I'm still just – I cannot get past 60 partners a month. And like where do you just find that? That's like a full-time job. No, that's what I'm saying. I think it's his job. Like, when do you do anything else? Do you think he was working? Like he's getting paid for the shit? Yeah, because in Amsterdam, that's where they have the red light district. And so, like, in other words, what if he's a, a male prostitute and it's totally legal there? Yeah. I know. This article did kind of break things down, um, saying that there are, according to this, 136,000 people on PrEP in the U.S. as mm-hmm. of 2017. And then kind of figuring out the statistic odds of contracting HIV is not that bad, no, here- especially when you consider, like, the flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. And the effective rate of that is like nothing. But I, I mean, the argument is the flu is maybe Here's my less question. catastrophic. Here's my question. Catastrophic. In, in, in terms of your news story, um, is how do they know? And I'm not, I'm just not, here's my question. It's not a legit question. How do they know the person truly took it every day? Sure. Like, in other words, what if the person's just not, you know, like, you know, I have to take, uh, because of my depression, I take Zoloft in the morning, okay? And even though I don't have high cholesterol, I take Lipitor because I am a diabetic, right? And uh, I guess you're supposed to do that when you're diabetic. So I take Lipitor at night, okay? But yeah. even – and I have those little pill boxes because sometimes I forget I forget, or like I take two Zoloft by accident. So I have like the little pill boxes like an old person um, because I'm an old person. And, um, but even then, like sometimes, like I, I just refilled the, the, the case and I forgot to take the Lipitor, um, one time during the week and I forgot to take the Zoloft one time during the week. I'm not perfect. Yeah. And I have a pill box, yeah, yeah. I have a whole process. So Same. how do we know that they really took it every day? How do we know they were really, really sure. stuck? Like they really, maybe they, they're embarrassed to say they didn't, but how do but we know skipping they didn't? one, skipping one, um, uh, dose isn't gonna 
to remove all of the Truvada from your body. And they researchers actually say that this one dude about this from this one story, mm-hmm. the original kind of like new case that mm-hmm. contracted it, he came into contact with some sort of like resistant strain uh, that led to him mm-hmm. acquiring the virus. Mm-hmm. And the article actually answers your question, Joey. Oh, okay. They they believe he struck stuck to his prep regimen well, and they could tell this from analyzing his hair. I guess he had really long hair, mm-hmm. and that helped. Uh, Dr. Robert Grant of the University of California, San Francisco, said, the patient's long hair allowed us to test by centimeters, which allowed us to go back and read drug levels from six months ago. So Would you they could tell. With anybody, that should be the biggest HIV prevention of all time is long hair. Ew. Would you ever hook up with a guy who has long hair? <sighs> John Arts, who is straight, in the chat room said, blood tests would show whether the patient was compliant. Yeah, and I would guess the hair is probably more accurate than blood. Similar to like, I don't know, like in in a marijuana test, doesn't like hair, the yeah, hair doesn't affect forever, yeah. drug test yeah, show you a longer history or something? I wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's do you have any personal stories you wanted sure to share do, with me? Is there I sure do. So, like even right now, I have to, so I have I, I I acquired a Mac Mini in the beginning of this year, okay, and it came with like I don't know what the previous operating system on Mac was, right? And it worked it worked really really well, okay. And then after I didn't want to put any new operating system on, which right currently well no it's changed now, but at the time was High Sierra, right? And this is boring yeah. computer talk, but it's going somewhere. I didn't want to do it until after Drag Race was over, okay? I didn't know what it was going to do to my computer. So I waited until after Drag Race was over, and thank God I did, because it slowed that Mac Mini down to a crawl, and it used up all its RAM. It didn't come with a lot of RAM and stuff. And you can't. And someone had said, like, oh, you can expand the RAM on the Mac Minis, but actually I got a late-edition Mac Mini, and you can't expand the RAM on those late-edition mm-hmm. Mac Minis. So my computer, and I remember there was a messed-up episode. That was because my computer was so slow, uh, the the... If you do anything on it while we're recording, like it, it messes up the audio. So uh, I was like, okay, I got to get a, a newish computer. Now you know, Mike Lawson. I don't know if you know this, but I've started. I've made podcasting my career now, as of officially last week. Okay, where every day I work like six hours on my new network, Afterthought Media, which actually this Mixler page will be changing in a few months to mixer.com slash afterthought media okay. oh great yeah it'll still it'll be the same page i, I can change the the yeah the, the url the url so cool. um but i've been working on that and and so i said you know what until that goes full force i'm gonna just get like a temporary computer right a new one because i have to right like even right now i have to monitor how much memory is being used at all times okay like i'm in mission control so I was like, Ugh. but all the all the apps that I have for it are Mac, okay? So I'm all, and you know Macs are expensive. So I, I search Craigslist, okay, and I actually find one that's halfway decent, okay, mm-hmm. and it's two hundred bucks, okay, for it, it's an older Mac, an older iMac. Uh, it's two hundred bucks, and it has all the right specs that I want, right? And he's in Orange County. So I contact the guy. I go, is it still available? He says, yes. You know? And I go, yeah, I think I want it. We arrange a time for the next day for me to pick it up. Okay? But my brother, I should have done this first, but my brother is, like, went to school. My brother actually does not work in computer science, but was a computer science major in college. Okay? Right. And um, got his degree in it, everything. So I said, hey, take a look at this. And he goes, like, Oh wait! I don't know if this is a good buy. It's a seven-year-old computer, blah 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 blah. And he goes, "I would, I would cancel." So I cancel on the guy, right? It must have been a day, right? He still has a day. It's not like I did an hour before, you know. I go, I don't. Like, but I don't also, know. like an hour before, I know it's kind of rude, but. Mm-hmm. I don't but know, but that's why it. I felt yeah. That's why I felt less guilty, you know. Yeah. But I, I can't. I go. You know what, guy? I I I found something else. Thank you. Right. Yeah, but then my brother calls me back and goes, "No, wait a minute! I just did some research." Oh, no. Well, because he didn't ask me for more information, yeah. he goes, "This is actually a really good buy." So then I have to contact oh, that guy again, and I go, "Actually, I want it." He had no problem with it. He was a cool guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we go to the meet. It's raining. It's like a fucking whole drug deal, right? In Costa Mesa, it's raining. 
And I go and I meet the guy, hand him the 200 bucks cash. He gives me the computer, put it in the car. Mike Lawson. I would say, I just, you know, it's over off the 55 on Newport, like right where the 55 hits 19th Street. Okay. Okay. So right there, I make the exchange. I'm getting on the 55, right? I would say I'm on the 55 approaching John Wayne Airport. Ring, ring. John Paul. There's a turkey sandwich in the box. There's a turkey it's like sandwich. I thought you wanted turkey. And my mom has a no- my mom called me. She goes, "How do you like your prison sandwich, Joey?" No, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also a roll of sushi, half eaten by her. So then, um, it's John Paul, and he goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "Oh, it's so funny. I, I'm in Costa Mesa. I just bought a computer." And he goes, "What kind of computer?" I tell him the whole story. I got an iMac, and he goes, "Ah." <laughs> And I go, what's so funny? He goes, I have an extra iMac in storage. I would just given it to you. Oh, fuck. And I was like, what? So now here's my thing. What do I do? Do I, do I uh, sell this computer and take John Paul's computer? I mean, here's one thing you could do. One option mm-hmm. is, yes, yeah, so you could take John Paul up on the offer. Mm-hmm. See which one's better. Yeah. Ooh. Sell the one you don't want. Oh, well, you know, no, there's a twist. There's a twist. There's a twist. Let me tell you the twist now. So I went to the movies with John Paul yesterday, because that's a good option. That is a good option. I went to the movies with John Paul yesterday, and I go, hey, I, you know, I'm going to take you up on that offer. And he goes, oh, and Evil John was there. And uh, and by the way, did you see that there's a movie with Steve Carell coming out on Christmas called Saul? No, never heard of it. Oh, uh, it's about – oh, did you hear about the documentary? There's a documentary about this guy who went through this, like uh, – uh, tragic event, and now he's so fucked up from it. He plays with dolls all the time. Okay, so the uh, documentary, no. the documentary, and now they're making a movie about Steve Carell. I swear to God, I was sitting in that movie theater when that trailer came on. We went to go see that First Man, that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I, that trailer was on. I could basically hear like of just evil John masturbating. You know, in the movie theater as he's watching this with the guy who played with dolls, right? But you would think maybe he would not enjoy it because it's like points out some mental health <laughs> shit that he's dealing with. Do you follow me? Like, well, what's funny actually after the movie, we we're talking about it. And he the the, the the was actually like it's not going to be as good as a documentary. So actually, he's not that excited about it. I mean, he's going to watch it obviously, but um, anyway, so. So I tell John Paul, John Paul's like, oh, John, uh, that that um, computer um, that we have in storage, I told Joe, and you could tell, like, evil John's face gets, like, scrunchy, yeah. and he goes, I told Joe we'd lend it to him. Oh. So I'm like, oh. Which, which lending's even better, because I don't have to get rid of it once I get my new computer, like, in January. But um, but I can't, I don't have the option of selling both, or one or the other. Right. Yeah. Or if the one you bought is better, you can't tell John Paul's. Exactly. Well, I mean, if is he going to allow you to wipe it? Because maybe you could sell John Paul's and just give him the better one if it is. Oh, that's really a good one. Better. That's a good idea too. Or what I could do is hold on to the better one and use John Paul's, and then when I get the other one, sell the one that I had, or give John or give John Paul that option or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we're figuring out our lives. Don't forget, we're recording a podcast yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other personal stories, Mike Lawson? Um, not really. I did have um friend of the show, yeah. occasional friend of the show, Celeste. Mm-hmm. Um, her uh, little baby had a birthday uh, this past weekend. And so I went to um, – it was in Tilden Park, which is kind of this like large state park in Berkeley. Uh, lots of hiking options. Lots of just weird kind of like uh, – kind of like – I don't know. A lot of state facilities. There's like a weird farm. You could go see the farm. Okay. You, there's a, a, a locomotive, a small like steam train. Mm-hmm. So you can ride the train. There's what else is up? There's a bizarre um, carousel, like a really old carousel that used to be mm-hmm. elsewhere in Berkeley that mm-hmm. then got moved to this park and it just kind of sits there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works, but it's weird. And it's like, Tilton Park is like close to Berkeley, but Berkeley, but it's like very inaccessible if you don't have a car. Which it sounds I don't. like a perfect place to murder people. So you must love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so 
um, Celeste arranges birthday. Everything was fine. In fact, when she first set up the birthday party, it was like, oh, that's perfect because, you know, the day of the week, that's usually like a day Steve and I go hiking. Mm-hmm. And we, oh, and Steve and I hike in Tilden Park a lot. So I was oh, like, wait, maybe we'll using, go for a hike. Wait, and wait, go to you know, you're using present tense, right? Yeah, that was the that was the original thing because it was present tense when I was thinking it. Okay. And then Steve and I broke up. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so he no longer becomes. I I mean, he was never really invited to the party. It was more like, bring whoever you want, Mike. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there wasn't like a. I mean, it's a two year old birthday party. It wasn't like uh, a like a, a kegger where I was bringing a lot of people that were gonna eat, you know, drink all the booze or something. That's how you get me to go on a hike. <laughs> and so hike away. I. Celeste and I are working things out. She's like, hey, I'll come pick you up. I know it's kind of complicated mm-hmm. to get there. And I was like, perfect. And then uh, she got sick the night before. <gasps> and her husband and I are texting because she's kind of like down and out. And then, and the, they're brand new to this area, right? So mm-hmm. they don't really know kind of what – I don't even know that he knows – I don't know if he knows that I don't drive, right? Because I talked to her. So he's messaged me and he's like, hey, she's really, you know, out. She's going to just kind of wake up uh, at the last minute and go directly to the park. Can you just meet us there? And I was like, yes, totally. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Not, I mean, kind of not saying like that. This is, I have to scramble last minute to figure this out then. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I can Uber, but like, yeah. do you take an Uber to like, it's like steep hill, hills. It's like windy road. Why would that matter? I feel I feel guilty making an Uber for ten dollars take me into the middle of nowhere where they're really beating up their car. You would be oh, pissed as an Uber driver if someone says like take me to the mountains. Oh, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. an expensive ride. You weren't that then, far yeah, from civilization. Then, then, they're not going to pick up another ride. You're saying no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Like once you get out into these like windy, windy roads, you're like there's a lot of bicyclists and you kind of have to like go slow. You're basically on Mm -hmm. streets where people are riding bikes and hiking and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it was awful. And then the Uber driver I picked, she was super nice. Mm -hmm. Then we started getting onto the windy roads and stuff. And I like sort of played dumb. I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't know it was going to be so steep. I'm so (laughs) sorry. And she's like, this is awful. (gasps) And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Joe, just wait. So she's like, this is really bad. And I was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I'm going to make sure I tip you enough to kind of make up for this because I do feel kind of bad about it. Mm-hmm. And as we're going, like it, she was like, oh, my God, there's four more minutes of this. Oh, my. No, no, okay. Like, she needs to give it a rest. But go ahead. Well, wait. She's like complaining like, oh, my God, I was happy I picked you up until now. She <gasps> said that. And I was oh, like, well, that makes me feel crappy. Thank you. Yeah, she's fucking and, murdered over her and find at one point we like turn a little corner and it's a steep hill but not that bad mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god more of this and i was like listen oh, lady listen. Yeah. cancel the ride right now and let me out i will walk i'm not yeah. i'm not putting up with this Just cancel it you I, cancel it and yeah. she's like no we'll go we'll go because if she canceled it she's not getting paid right what how does that uh, work i don't know i never had to do that so I was like, if you pull over and cancel it, I'll get out and I'll get there on my own. I don't need this. Or you can take me and just like take me, like deal with it. Mm-hmm. Choose, lady. Joey, I didn't tip her and I'm not going to. You I shouldn't. haven't actually done it in yeah. the app yet. But it was so annoying that she was like yelling at me. She picked the ride. Yeah. Am I wrong or is she wrong? No, you're Please 100% right. But hold on for a second. Yeah. Body of missing Uber driver found in Children's Park. Details later. Her name, her name was Sandra. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put no tip. Notice, notice everyone noticed he said past. He used past tense there. Okay, her name was Sandra. Uh huh. I'm gonna. Should I rate the ride really loud or really lousy? Too? Yes. Okay, unacceptable. Oh, you're One doing star. it right now. Yeah. I'm gonna say her. Because here's the deal: is like. You know, when when I did the Uber driving for a couple of months, I had people take me to shitty ass places. I remember this one time. Okay, I remember this one time. These dumb girls, uh, they had it was actually a, a, they had me Uber pool right on a weekend when they knew that I wasn't going to get another ride. Right, so that means I'm getting way less money. Yeah, and uh, they 
it was like far, right? It was like from West LA to like deep in the hills of Malibu, right? Actually still Malibu making decent money, but um, it was super far, but obviously it's, it's deep in the hills of Malibu at this like weird ranch. I'm not pick, picking up another ride, you know? And they were like, sorry about it. I'm like, no, it's okay. No problem. You know? But in, in, in my heart, I hated them. But I was super, right. super nice to them. And they, and they actually did tip me, and they were really – and they gave me a good rating. But in my heart, I was wishing I could just throw them off the cliff, you know? But yeah. uh, I was nice to them. Like, because, again, it's – the only thing I blame them for, like, fucking bitch, you did Uber pool. But it landed up because it was so far random, I still ended up getting a lot of money. But anyway, um, yeah, I hated them. But I again, I didn't. I wasn't. I would never, ever, ever have taken it out on a person riding in the car. Because ultimately, it's not their fault. The service offers that, right? I, yep, exactly. The service offers it. I did. I mean, if if Celeste was unable to give me a ride home, mm-hmm. I would have asked somebody at the party to give me a ride down into like the downtown area where I could pick mm-hmm. up a bar. I wasn't about to. First of all, I would have trouble calling a lift to come pick me up way out there. Mm-hmm. But also, I wasn't about to do that. I would have yeah. tried to hike a ride or hitch a ride, you know, into civilization before I tried to pick up another car. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's all. It was a good party, though. Joey, you would have actually, I don't know if you would have liked it or not. Um, Celeste hired a puppeteer. Go on. Was who's from um, Children's Fairyland in Oakland, which is kind oh, of you, this. You've talked about it before. You went there for like a yeah. um, uh, adult uh, night. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of um, some there, – there's stories that Walt Disney took a lot of inspiration from Fairyland. It's just kind of like a weird elaborate park that mm-hmm. has some attractions that are slightly better than a normal park. That have some moving parts better than a normal normal park, but not quite as extensive as like an amusement park. Mm-hmm. So there's like I don't know uh, Alice in Wonderland area where there's like a card maze, or um, I don't know the slides are a little bit more elaborate and mm-hmm. weird, and yeah, um, and what they have this, bizarre what, puppet shows. Yeah, so what did this puppet show do? Oh, I think I, you posted it on Instagram, Joe. It was so fucking weird, but also kind of fun. The dude is like a serious puppeteer. He's this older guy who kids, the kids loved him. Uh-huh. So he's doing something right. Mm-hmm. The adults, every adult was like, this guy's creepy. And you could also tell he would like say things under his breath. Like uh, at the end, he was like explaining puppete- puppeteering. And he was like, this is a hand puppet. This mm-hmm. is a mouth moving puppet. Like explaining the different puppets and stuff. And then mm-hmm. he started showing like, how bad puppeteers kind of do puppets <laughs> and he uh-huh. didn't he didn't say it but like the subtext he was like what is this called and then he was like bad puppeteering and then like the subtext of what he was saying he didn't say it but it was kind of like that's some like jim henson bullshit like uh. he was a- an angry man that like had an axe to grind mm-hmm. um Probably literally and i think he he loves his like puppeteering <laughs> and he considers it his art but mm-hmm. then I don't know. He's doing children's birthdays for forty bucks. You know. Well, ultimately, you're a puppeteer. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah, he had he had quite a few that were like um a little bit like Mister Rogers sort of looking things mm-hmm. that were like really old. He did <laughs> his warm up act was Disco Duck. He had this duck in seventies oh outfit oh that you know he's been doing for forty years, right? Uh huh. So no, no, I don't no, know. No, for, oh, oh, is he that old? Oh, he's a he was an old man, yeah. Um, and he he just looked like I don't know what you would think of a puppeteer. Like he mm-hmm. had this polo shirt that was tucked into pants that went over his belly button. He had tennis shoes on, old tennis shoes, mm-hmm. and he spoke to children mo- way more than he ever talked to an adult. Right? Oh, like really? he just talked directly to the kids. I don't know. It was kind of creepy, but also kind of cool. And the up, kids loved it. And they oh, were the like, loved it. she had like puppet, puppet, um, making table. Oh my God. It was God, just a puppet fun. themed party. Can I go to it this party? Fun. Say it again. Can I go to this party? It's over. Finished. No. Done. Yesterday. I Sorry. Think I, wanna, I think I want to have a puppeteer at my party. I would totally have you a party there where I have a puppeteer. Guy. Yeah, I totally would actually. 
He would go down. I know. I'm on sure me. he would. Do you, think, do you think you have any weird sex stuff with the puppets? I don't know that he does weird sex stuff with the puppets, I wouldn't guess. There was no evidence of that. Um, I feel like he does have an interesting sex life, though, I would guess. I'm sure there's something in his sex life that's kind of, like, non-traditional. Or, I, I don't want to use the word weird, but, like, not non-traditional is the way I would say it. Here's a question I have for you. Let's say you yeah. had a puppet. Would you... Let's say the puppet was in your bedroom. And yeah. you were going to have sex with somebody. Would you put the turn puppet away? Head, yeah. yeah, turn his head or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. I, I don't... I mean, puppet maybe less so, but like dogs looking at you while you're having sex, that creeps me out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know I know somebody whose name rhymes with Sweet Michael, and he and his boyfriend, they, they, I think they have sex around the animals. And I do think it's weird. Yeah. yeah. I have an after-breakfast story if you want to hear it, but okay, I'm not going to tell you what oh, it's about. Not even the keyword? Huh? For the secretaries in there, do you remember what the keyword is? What's going to trigger? Keyword is dogs watching Mike have sex. <laughs> oh, okay. So keyword is dogs <laughs> watching Mike have sex for the after-breakfast show. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so we have a Shane story, we have a prep story, and we have a story about Mike having sex in front of dogs. All right. Um, cool. What Do you have any other personal stories you wanted to share? Was that my personal story? That was your personal What's story. What's going on? What are we doing? We're done. We did the news oh. in the middle. Okay, you cool. You know what? I'm going to tell you um, something. Wait, format idea. I think I like the news in the middle. I think... Personal story, personal story, news in the middle, end with personal stories. What do you think about a format change there? I think we should start a pat- podcast where all we do is talk about the format of our podcast. Yeah. So we do it a lot. <laughs> um, cool, Joe. Hey, it was really nice catching up with you, and I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Go to hell, Mike. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. <laughs> <laughs>